Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Yes, is is coming here with a word from the Lord today, okay? And we 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 talking about a right now thing that's happening. The Lord told me to come and talk to y'all because you are being resurrected. Yes, you. You are being resurrected. And I'm going to give you some major keys in this resurrection. And I want you to know that this resurrection is supernatural. This is a supernatural event that is getting ready to take place in the name of Jesus. Okay? Let's go to Luke 24. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I'm sorry, verse one. But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them, clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed with their face to the ground. Then the men asked, why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? So first I want to start right there. And I need to set the scene for you in your life. It's people who are expecting to see you how they last saw you. They're expecting you to be who they think that you are. Who they thought that you were. But this move the Lord is about to do in your life. You're not even going to have to speak for yourself. Because the Lord is going to do all the speaking. He's going to do all the talking. You don't even have to say anything. Because the thing with with, with humans, period. Is that. We look at the outward. So we look like, okay, well, that's that. That's who I, I always knew her. So I always knew him. So I expect them out of them. I expect what I think I know about them to be about them. But God knows the heart. And this whole time, you've been facing persecution. But God is saying, I know your heart. I know every part about you. Every inch about you. I know. And I am about to show off to the world what I know about you. Mm. And um, the part where it says, why are you looking, looking among the dead for someone who is alive? People are walking and going to be searching and they're going to be looking for you amongst the dead. And they're not going to find you there. They're not going to find you where they last saw you. Because you are living. You are resurrecting for the same spirit that has rose Christ from the dead is living in you. And you are about to experience this resurrection power of the Lord, of the Most High God. 
he isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee? That the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. And that he would rise again on the third day? You've been going around. You've been in your Joseph bag telling people that you had a dream. I just had a dream. I know I just had a dream. That's what I had. I had a dream. And everybody's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, we hear you. We we hear your dreams. They they limited you. They gave limitations on you because they 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 couldn't see the vision that God has placed within you. Treasures have been buried within you that only you have tapped into. So people been hearing you, but they just haven't really heard you. But they're going to go back to that place where they, they, they thought that they met you at. Where they thought that they knew you at. And they are going to find out that you're not there. You have risen. They're going to go search for you. And they're gonna be, and the Lord is going to show them, you're not, you not even there no more. You have been risen. Then they remember what he has said, that he, that he has said this. So they rushed back from the tomb to tell his 11 disciples and everyone else what had happened. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary of the mother of James, and several other women who told the apostles what had happened. But the story sounded like nonsense to the men. So they didn't believe it. However... Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping in, stooping, he peered in and saw the empty linen wrappings. Then he went home again, wondering what had happened. So people going, people going to, like I said, be looking for you. And, and, and they're going to be, you know, they're going to be trying to do their they, they investigation work. Like, hold up. This, all I can see is the little remnants. I I, I only can see a, a, some things that 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 show me that you were here, but now I don't see you where you used to be. I don't see you doing the things you used to do. I don't even recognize you. We're gonna get to that because people not even gonna recognize you because you are being glorified. You are being glorified. Um, that same day, two of Jesus' followers were walking to the village of Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things, Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them. But God kept them from recognizing him. <laughs> you going to be right in front of people's faces and they not even going to recognize you. Once you have become resurrected, they're not even going to recognize you. You are going to be walking amongst the very people who are talking, who are saying the things that they said. Like, we've seen all these things happen, but now she ain't there. Now he ain't there. What, what you think? What, 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 can, what can you make of this? And, and the Lord is going to cause you to appear. You will be right there in front of these people's faces, but they just can't. They, they're not going to be able to recognize you yet 
He asked them, what are you discussing so intently as you walk along? They stopped short, sadness written across their face. Then one of them, Cleopas, replied, you must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all the things that have happened here the last few days. What things? I want you to remember that Jesus said, what things? What things happened? What things? No, and very well, Jesus knew they was talking about him. They knew very, he knew very well they was talking about him. <laughs> but Jesus asked. The things that happened to Jesus, the man from Nazareth, they said. He was a prophet who did powerful miracles. And he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. But our leading priests and the other religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death. And they crucified him. We had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. This all happened three days ago. Then some women from our group of followers were at the tomb early this morning. They came back with an amazing report. They said his body was missing and they had seen angels who told them Jesus is alive. Some of our men ran out to see and sure enough, his body was gone just as the women had said. Then Jesus said to them, you foolish people, you find it so hard to believe all the prophets wrote in the scriptures. Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? Now, it's going to be a moment where where the Lord, he going he gonna to release you because every voice rises up to accuse you. You will condemn them. And it's going to be people who are going to be, that, that have mocked you, who have said, why don't you just give up? They were saying, God ain't going to come and get you. Why are you, why are you still holding on to somebody who's allowing you to be crushed? But this is going to be your moment. And you're going to say, wasn't it clearly predicted in the scriptures that I would have to suffer all these things before entering into the glory? Didn't the scriptures say if I wanted to reign with Christ, I also was going to have to suffer with him? Ain't that what was foretold in the scriptures? Didn't I have to lay down my life? Didn't I have to deny myself? Didn't I have to carry my cross? Didn't I have to nail everything to the cross? Didn't I have to die to myself and become a new creature? Ain't that what the scriptures said? Didn't the scripture say that I was going to have to go through hell? <laughs> Did it say? Did the scripture say the weapons will form? But they're going to see that they shall not prosper. You entering into your season where everybody around you will see that the weapons that were formed shall not prosper. Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets explaining from the scriptures the things concerning himself. By this time, they were nearing Emmaus and the end of their journey. Jesus acted if they, if, as if he were going on, but they begged him, stay the night with us since it's getting late. So he went home with them. As they sat down to eat, he took the bread and blessed it. Then he broke it and gave it to them. Suddenly... Their eyes were open and they recognized him. And at that moment, he disappeared. <laughs> Listen, God is good. It's at that moment where people going suddenly see who you are. They're going to see that you are a child of God. That this whole time you were a child of God. And all their thoughts about you, all their judgments they passed about you, all their human reasoning they had passed about you will suddenly disappear because they're going to see you for who you always have been. You have always been a child of God. <laughs> and suddenly 
everything they thought about you is going to have to disappear because they got to come to the to grips with she a child of God he a child of God they said to each other didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us and within the hour they were on their way back to Jerusalem they were found there they found the 11 disciples and the other who had gathered with them who said the Lord has really risen. He appeared to Peter. Mm. Then the two, the two from Emmaus told their story of how Jesus had appeared to them as they were, were walking along the road and how they had recognized him as he was breaking the bread. And just as they were telling about it, Jesus himself was suddenly standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. But the whole group was startled and frightened, thinking they were seeing a ghost. Why are you frightened, he asked. Why are your hearts filled with doubt? Look at my hands. Look at my feet. You can see that it's really me. Touch me and make sure that I am not a ghost because ghosts don't have bodies as you see that I do. So then, because, you know, every voice that was raised up, you going to condemn it. So now people going to be a little shooketh because they know that they, they shouldn't have put their mouth on you. They know that they shouldn't have commented on certain things. They know they shouldn't have mocked you. They're seeing who you really are. But it's you still got to show them. It's still me. I'm still me. This glory, my father, yes, he has glorified me. But it's always to give the glory back to him. It's still me. I'm, st- I'm still very much here. I'm just a child of God. I can prove to you that I'm still me. That is still me. It's just my father has glorified me. My father has resurrected me. My father came and got me from the grave. <laughs> Listen. As he spoke, he showed them his hands and his feet. Still they stood there in disbelief, filled with joy and wonder. Then he asked them, do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish and he ate it as they watched. Then he said, when I was with you before, I told you that everything, I told you everything written about me and the law of Moses and the prophets and in the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said, see, it's going to be a moment, right? Where they're going to be sitting at the banquet table with you, you know, because the Lord is going to bring certain people because he makes he makes a table for you in the presence of your enemies. He's going to prepare this feast for you in the presence of your enemies. Right. So y'all going to be sitting there. You're going to be eating. Everybody's going to be watching like, yo, you really is. You really you really is a child of God. Like You really is. All this time I didn't see it, but God opened my mind to see it. God has now opened my mind to see that the scriptures are true. I cannot doubt it no longer because I see God's resurrection power over your life. Yes, it was written long ago that, that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. It also It was also written that this message would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sins who for all who have repent. You are witnesses of all these things. And now I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with the power from heaven. See, listen, Mm. I had a uh, road past a car. Or it was it was a truck. It was like a business truck earlier, but it said "power" real big across it, 
and God, like that's just a confirmation that God is sending power. He is sending power to the powerless. He is making the weak strong in this hour. Do you hear me? It's something supernatural going on. And when people see you, when they see you resurrected, they are going to believe. They are going to believe in the scriptures because they're going to they're going to remember you because you want to show them it's still me. I'm still I'm still human. It's still me, but it's my God who has glorified me. Now they're going to try to figure out where can they get this at? Where can we where can we get this glory at? Can you hook me up? Can you ask the Lord to fatten a calf for me? See, now they're going to be asking. They're going to be like, where can we get some of this power? Can you pray and ask God to send us some power? Mm. Then Jesus led them to Bethany and lifting his hands to heaven, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up to heaven. So they worshiped him and then returned to Jerusalem filled with great glory. And they spent all their time in the temple praising God. The same people who was walking with you. The same people who couldn't even stay awake and just pray with you. The same people who 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 tried to to go around and and, and and spread rumors and spread lies and put their mouth on what God was doing they're going to have to see you rise they're going to have to see you now enter into heaven you are they about to see you become a heavenly being they are about to see this ascension that's why vengeance is the lord Joe I want to just let you know vengeance is the lord God got away <laughs> he got away and you just gotta trust him that vengeance belongs to him just just get away get rid of all bitterness all unforgiveness and just give it all to the lord because vengeance is him is his you too busy you got you got an appointment you are booked to go to heaven okay you have a booking that you are getting ready to attend heaven this is a right now word the resurrection is happening as i speak do you hear me I don't say this on my own authority. I say this because my father has told me to come and say this. It is time for your resurrection. (laughs) What was once hard for you, now I will give you grace. Now I'm giving you honor. Now I am going to glorify you. It was all foretold in the scriptures that you were going to have to suffer. But now it's time to reign. (laughs) now it's time to see my grace is all that you need that my power works best in your weakness i want to take you to philippians 3 because this is a this is a major key this is a major key okay and let's go to verse 13 hold on let's go to verse 12 I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what is lies ahead. So I need you to constantly say that to yourself. You have to come to a point where you're like, I can't remember the past. I'm dead to that. The past is dead. Your future is the only thing that is alive. 
Yes, you will you will overcome with your testimony. Yes, you're gonna overcome with the blood of the lamb. Yes, but that's not who you are anymore. That's not who you are. We about to get to a scripture where the Lord is saying that he is going to give you a new name that only you and him will understand. You are called to be a different creature now. Now it's time to be resurrected. It says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Mm. You are pressing the mark and your destination is a holy prize. You are right there. Your prize is right there. You got to have tunnel vision in these last few moments before you receive your prize. You just got to keep running and just see the prize. What has the Lord spoken to you? What desires has the Lord given to you? What promises has the Lord made for you? You got to focus on that and you just got to keep running. You just got to keep running. You can't, you got to tune out the crowd. You got to tune, you got to tune out the other runners and now it's time to just focus. It's time to have tunnel vision for what God has showed you. He is he is dangling your prize right in front of your face and he's saying, just run a little farther, just a little faster, just a little faster. You right there. You right there. Mm. Just keep on going. Keep on pressing the mark. It's right there. Now I'm going to take you to Revelations 2. Verse 17. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give some of the manna that has been hidden away in heaven. And I will give to each one a, a white stone. And on the stone will be engraved a new name that no one understands except the one who receives it. The Lord is giving out his your new name. You are no longer what you have been called in your former life. That's not true no more. Now it's time to receive this name the Lord is giving you. Open your spiritual ears to hear what the Lord is speaking to you. What is your new name? And that's the name you will answer to. That's who you are. It's not for everybody else to understand. It's just about you and it's about God. That's it. That's it. And like we already said, you don't have to explain yourself to nobody. You don't got to prove it to nobody. It's time for God to do the talking. It's time for God to sling his weight around. It's time for God to show people who you are. It's time for you to deliberately press the crowd and witness to the crowd what Jesus has did for you. That's what it's time for. That's what it's time for. It's time to forget the former things and focus on the new things. To hit these goals, you can't sit here. You can't worry about how many times you failed in the past. This is new. We said, and I, what is it, Isaiah 43? He said, but forget all that. I'm doing something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? Can you not perceive it? 
even when when you get those those times where you're doubting, you gotta remind yourself, I'm not that anymore. That's that's the dead. That's old. That's that's old stuff. This is who I am. I'm a new creature in Christ. That's what it is, family. Just keep on reminding yourself that's not who I am anymore. And some people, they're going to accept it. Some people going to rock with you. And some people, just like how the Pharisees lie, got, got people to lie and say that um, that people came and got Jesus' body out the tomb. Some people just going to lie on you. Some people just don't want to see the glory God has given you. And you got to be okay with that. But let the Lord speak. You don't have to explain yourself. You let God speak. Remember in Genesis chapter 12, verses between verse, between one and four, but I think it's like three and four. He says that I will bless those that bless you and I will curse those who curse you. You don't have to worry about trying to prove nothing to nobody. The Lord says, for I will bless those that bless you and I will curse those that curse you. You don't got to explain. It's just, it doesn't have to be explained. And family, I used to be a person that I used to just want people to understand me. I just wanted people to hear me out. But the Lord has got me to a point where I'm like, I don't got to explain it to you. Because you're looking at the outward, but God knows me on the inward. He knows the innermost delicate parts of my being. Why do I have to explain anything to you? I'm here to spread the message of the good news and that's it and that's all. I'm not here for your opinions of me. But the Lord has to grace you to get there. Because I used to sit there and I used to be so upset. Like, this person just don't understand me. They don't They don't believe me. They don't this. And now I'm just like, it's your loss if you don't want to hear what I'm saying. That's your loss. I'm going to come do what my father told me to do because my Lord told me if I don't tell you the blood's on my hands, so I'm going to tell you. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just dust my hands off. That's it and that's all. That's it and that's all. You worry about pleasing God and everything else will follow you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added on to you. People are always going to try to judge you off of their own human wisdom, off of their own human um, like eyes. But they, they just, they're not God. You get what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying you can't receive correction because... God will use people to correct you, but it's going to be in a way where you know it's God speaking. You got to have discernment to know when it's God speaking or when it's just somebody's opinion. Because if it's somebody else's opinion, it, <laughs> okay, all right. Thanks, to, thank you for your two cent. I'm gonna add that to my piggy bank because that's all that that's going. It, your two cent going over there. But when God is correcting you, it's that tugging in your heart. You know, you know it's the Lord when it's the Lord. You know it's the Lord when it's the Lord. Don't try to, to just don't focus on that. If that's one nugget I can give you, it's aim to please God and nobody else. Nobody else. Because us human beings, we have a way. <laughs> we have a way of looking at the outward and, instead of looking at the heart. And you can't say, 
if God told somebody to do something or not. You don't know what God told somebody to do or not. You worry about you. Remember when, um, hold up now, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now I'm going to read you. Y'all know where we're about to go. And if you don't know, you're about to find out. Let's go to, um, John 21 verse 22. Um, let's go to verse 20. Peter turned around and saw behind them the disciple Jesus loved, the one who had leaned over to Jesus during the supper and asked, Lord, who will betray you? Peter asked Jesus, what about him, Lord? Jesus replied, because remember, Jesus had told them to follow me. Jesus replied, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? As for you, follow me. And that's just what it is. Like, you can't worry about everybody else. Jesus said, he said, what does that have to do with you? Like, before you open your mouth, really say, what does that have to do with me? Does that have anything to do with me before I put my mouth on it? Because now I know that if I put my mouth on a child of God, he's going to bless those that bless them and curse them that curse that he's going to curse those that curse them. So you, you gotta, you gotta just, before you say anything, you just gotta be like, what does that have to do with me? (laughs) It's some self-reflection before you open your mouth. What does that have to do with me? So, family, I pray that this word has blessed you in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. And remember, God is supernatural. Don't focus on, is the resurrection going to happen? Is it today? How is it going to happen? This is, just sit back, be still, and know that he is God. That's all you need to know is that he's God. Be still and know that he is God. And remember from the last episode, is anything too hard for the Lord? (laughs) Is anything too hard for the Lord? Just sit back and be a witness. Be a witness to what the Lord is doing in your life, okay? It don't matter how dead it looks. The Lord let Jesus lay there for three days and then rose up on the third day. He let him be in the grave for three days before he rose up. It don't matter what your situation look like. You could be like Lazarus, like uh, Martha and them when Lazarus passed out. But Lord, it's going to stink if we roll this stone. But the Lord is saying, roll the stone. <laughs> roll the stone over. Do what I said. You worry about it going to stink. I'm trying to get you out the grave. It don't matter how long you think this situation has been good and dead for. It don't matter how long this situation has been stinking for. How long it's been bleeding for. It could be for two days, 12 days, or 12 years. It's whatever the Lord wants. Okay? It's whatever he wants. You just sit back, be still, and know that he is God. And say to yourself, is anything too hard for the Lord? Mm, mm, mm. I pray that this bless you, y'all. <laughs> In the mighty name of Jesus. I love y'all so, 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 so much. Um, oh, yeah. Wednesday nights, we are doing um, live um, Zoom meetings at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, bring your communion supplies if you would like to join. It's um, 
just like a fellowship bible study i've i'm just starting to announce these at the end of each episode because the time has come the zoom id will be at the bottom so i pray that i can see you there in the mighty name of jesus all is welcome in the name of jesus and i love y'all so 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 much and let's say this together most importantly jesus loves you bye